expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Arizona. Brother Mike, back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Today's Bible study, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. Wow, what a powerful, what a powerful section of text. Got to clear it up for you today. Would you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? I'm going to make a couple of announcements while you make that call. Thanks for helping the ministry. This is uh, Brother Mike. I'm the counselor at the House of Healing, 34 years of it, in Central Phoenix. We're on 11th Street, just south of Indian School Road and west of the 51 Freeway and east of the VA Hospital. If you go to the website, hardcorechristianity.com, our services are all there Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. Wednesday night's our ladies' night, healing, teaching, and deliverance. Thursday night's our individual one-on-one prayer for healing and deliverance for everybody that comes. Friday night's my teaching service, 6.30 p.m. My teaching service for my radio listeners. You need to come a little early to get a seat. And when you're on the website, please Sign up for a free seminar. All of our seminars are always free. You will love the next one, Ministering to the Mentally Ill. Incredibly valuable. Also, you can sign up for our Facebook page and our YouTube teaching channel. All my teachings are on there. You can catch them 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, like you can the radio programs, by the way. SoundCloud.com slash Hardcore-Christianity 24-7 radio. 2 Corinthians Chapter 10, verses 4 through 5. Let's read it. It's caused a lot of controversy over the years, but it's pretty easy to understand if you just look at the Greek text. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 4 through 5. Here we go. Quote, The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That's the Greek word, sarx. It means fleshly. Fleshly. But mighty through God to the, number one, pulling down strongholds, okay? Now, that's the Greek word for stronghold there is katharsis, and it means to demolish, to blow up, okay? Uh, We lost thousands, hundreds of soldiers, maybe thousands, in roadside bombs in Iraq. The bomb goes off, boom, katharsis, the car or the military vehicle is blown to smithereens. If you demolish a building, boom, a wrecking ball comes in. They used to use wrecking balls. Now they use explosives all through the building. Bang! The thing collapses, uh, and it is a mess. Pulling down, destroying, crashing, blowing up strongholds. That's the Greek word, akurama. Akurama means a fortress. A fortress, like a battle fortress like the ones they had in biblical times, like the ones they had in medieval times. They were made out of brick and stone. They were made out of lumber. A fortress is something you hide behind to keep you away from your enemies. And it says you are to pull down or demolish or destroy fortresses. Now, what's Paul talking about there? Number two, casting down, same Greek word, katharsis, same Greek word as pulling down, the King James Translator just switched over to casting for some reason. But anyway, it's the same word. Imaginations. That's the Greek word logosmos. Logosmos means 
the important thoughts of your mind, the things you truly think about and place an effort to think about into. It's not a fleeting thought, but it's a real thought that you have invested something into or that you believe, a true belief, something you're really thinking about. And then it says, number three, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Number four, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Then it says, having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. When your obedience is fulfilled. Now what's fascinating about this section of text, I had uh, some charismatics come in one time and told me they use this text to tear down spiritual strongholds over Phoenix and over Maricopa County and over Arizona. They weren't too happy with me when I explained that this verse doesn't apply to that kind of activity. They was not happy at all. But you got to tell people the truth. There's, you know, you can't let them go living on in delusions. That's the purpose of the radio program, by the way. This is an anti-delusional channel. What I teach on this program, you'll never hear in church in a million years. But hey, it's necessary material. People are living in delusions. First Corinthians chapter ten, verse four, five, and six relate to what activity that goes on in your mind. It is in your mind. What is the fortress Paul's talking about in your mind? It is a fortress filled with false beliefs, negative thoughts, and lies. Born-again Christians commonly have false beliefs, negative thoughts, and lies chucked in their brain, shaken down, patted down, and shaken together. They have lies And false beliefs you cannot believe. By the way, believing also occurs in the mind. And it says you are to cast down or demolish your imaginations. What is that? The the things that you really believe are true that are actually false. Imaginations are hidden in the mind that are not real. People think a certain way. They develop a pattern of thinking. I went over that in our radio program yesterday, autonomic processing. And they have a, um, their mind runs a certain way and it's usually negative. Most people, most Christians have a negative, not a positive autonomic processing thought pattern. Most Christians have chronic negativity in their mind and they think chronic negative thoughts. One of the great victories of Satan over the church is the fact that 75 or 80 years ago, the churches on almost a wholesale basis around the United States threw out or cast out the ministry of deliverance, casting out spirits in the church. They literally threw it out. I remember years ago reading an article about the great Bible teacher Chuck Smith who who started a Calvary Chapel. The guy actually wrote in an article that we should leave demons alone because if you cast them out, they'll come back with seven more and the person will get sicker. 
Well, Chuck Smith was a was a great man of God and a great Bible teacher and everything, but he was spiritually ignorant in this crucial area of ministry. One-third of all Jesus' healings and miracles, one-third of them in the four Gospels, was related to casting out spirits or deliverance. And when people do not go through deliverance, their minds are not renewed and their chronic negative thinking is not removed from their mind. And so if you go to any church here in Maricopa County and almost any church in the country on Sunday morning, you're going to see a room full of people who don't have the ability to get a miracle, don't have the ability to believe for a miracle, and they're just sitting there almost hopeless. They've been coming to church so long, and they've been in this pattern of being at church. They are now what I call churched out. You are churched out when you have gone to church for years and you're still sick. You're churched out. Because in your mind, you have not cast down these imaginations and you have not brought every thought into the obedience of Jesus Christ. And verse 6 is the root problem, one of the great root problems of why ministry is such a failure here in the United States. 5,000 ministers of the gospel in the United States every year quit. They quit and get out of the ministry. Can you imagine that? That's a lot. How many is that per day? Wow, that's, I don't know, that's a lot of people. But what's the root cause of it? Verse 6, having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Ekdikeo is the Greek word for revenge there. It means to avenge, to make a wrong right, to go out and fix something that is not good. That's what politicians claim to try to do. Of course, they're all pathological liars, and they're not going to do it. And whoever you vote for is just as bad or worse than the last crooked, lying, thieving imbecile that's already in there. That's not going to change. That cannot change. That system cannot change. But people do not fix themselves first before they go off trying to help other people. And the biggest problem is the war of the world's is actually not aliens from Mars. It's actually in your mind and the inability of the Christian to bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. What does that mean? God never uses negative thoughts to help people. He doesn't do it. So if you have a negative thought in your head, if you're processing a negative thought in your mind, That thought is coming from only one of two sources. A, you, you choose it. Or B, a seducing spirit is in your brain, putting the thought into your mind. You have to bring into captivity every negative thought to the obedience of Christ or your Christian life is going to be like everybody else's, a rot gut failure. What does that mean? That means most Christians are spiritual losers and failures. Very, very few Christians ever go on to be 
a disciple of Christ. They usually stay at the born-again Christian level. And the reason for that is this incredible verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. You did not demolish, blow up, or destroy your fortresses of lies, doubt, and unbelief in your mind. And you did not then take prisoner and lead out to an execution every thought to the obedience of Christ. Your mind can be renewed and it can be healed. Deliverance is available for you, 602-636-5800. There is no reason for you to end up dying a rot-gut, spiritual-losing Christian. You have been called to victory. You've been called to a higher ground. You have been called to kill the negative thoughts in your mind. You have been called to be a disciple. on the preceding program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program has been sponsored by Michael W. Smith.